The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. You can not only learn from your mistakes, you can celebrate them. They define who you are and serve as a learning tool to become your most beautiful self ever. Welcome to Beyond Religion, Your Life is Waiting, with your host, Jim Stacy. Jim is the author of 11 books and is here to help you experience the power of the divine deep within yourself. It's inside you. You just have to know where and how to look for it. Now, here is Jim Stacy. And thank you again for joining us for another episode of Beyond Religion, Your Life is Waiting. This is Jim Stacy, your host, and I have with me again today a guest that was with us last week. And if everything works out, he'll be with us again next week. Dr. Sheldon Kramer, a therapist from San Diego, California. And thera- um, the life of a therapist is a very interesting one. I'm beginning to understand more as I get to know Sheldon, but I've, I've known several over my lifetime. But Sheldon is different in a way that is very, very good. Because he's not just talking about psychotherapy. He's talking about some really deep spiritual issues that each of us can connect with. Sheldon comes from the Jewish tradition, and he's been uh, studying for many years the Kabbalah, the Jewish mysticism. And as we did last time, we started talking about the ten faces of the soul, or the tree of life. And Sheldon, you got my interest peaked, and I don't understand everything you're saying, but I want to understand to get today along with the audience, if that's okay with you. So can you give us an overview of the Tree of Life teachings that we did from our last show? Yes. I just want to make a correction, uh, Jim, about me with the audience there. Okay. I, I grew up in a Jewish household. Uh-huh. Basically, when I turned 13, when all boys that are Jewish uh-huh. get bar mitzvahed, I pretty much left. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm disillusioned and was on a spiritual journey for a long time, ending up in India at age 20, turning 21 in Nepal. Okay. And so actually, I was initiated into different Eastern teachings, but the foundation is connected to Buddhism. Right. And my life's work, both professionally, professionally, and um, professionally and personally, have been to integrate all the paths with modern psychology. Okay. Well, I would say that was a gift that somehow you got out of it so early in life, and 13 is a significant time, of course, in the Jewish tradition. But it, it's important that we learn to choose for ourselves, and that's what this show is all about, leaving religion behind, uh, thanking it for any way it's been helpful, but then we step into choosing for ourselves. And that's where you began, and that's what the Eastern traditions teach, as I understand them. So let's go further with what you started with last week. Okay. So the overview of the Tree of Life is the following. What I like you and the viewers to imagine right now, in your mind's eye, with your eyes closed or eyes open, is simply a perfect symmetrical tree. Uh, It could be like a huge Christmas tree. 
Everybody likes Christmas trees, mostly everybody, because they're, they're beautiful. They have perfect symmetry. So just imagine that you are that Christmas tree, but it, it captures your whole body, that you are the tree itself, you know, with, with the crown of the tree being the crown of your head and your, ar- your arms being the upper branches and your legs being the lower branches and you have a middle, like, spinal cord, a trunk, and we have roots, our feet planted on the ground. So if, you, if everybody can get that image, they can even experience it a little bit. But the most important thing is to have an image, a beautiful tree. And also imagine that this tree is in a beautiful garden, as if the biblical story of Genesis, the beautiful Garden of Eden. The secret to the Tree of Life teachings, Jim, are that we actually can go inside to experience the internal Garden of Eden, and that the Tree of Life teachings, as we discussed last week, are like this, with picturing that tree, everybody. Okay, the right side of the tree is the giving aspects of life, and the left side is the receiving side. The balance between the right and left side of the tree, or the right and left side of our bodies, are in the middle part of our body, and that is the balance between giving and receiving, and that's where you can possibly experience the quality of wholeness if you know the tools. Right. Well, one thought I'd like to add right there, I really like what you said about the internal experience, because most religions, from my experience and what I've read and and understand from other people what their experience has been, that most religion is about externals. Sometimes people can take those images and, and get inside some way, but usually religion is about externals. And I like what you're saying. The tree of life is about internals. If we don't take it inside, what good does it do? Is that right? Absolutely. Go further with it. Thank you. Okay. So basically, um, you were asking me about the, the title of my book, The Hidden Faces of the Soul, uh, that so we begin again with that image of the tree. Okay, so just, and these hidden faces are actually shaped like a tree. The mystics, Christ himself probably had this image of these, these different, what we call energy intelligences that, that connect to what I would call higher qualities of the self. Um, and so on, the top, on top of the head, or just, just know that, uh, well, the top of the head, the crown of the head, there is a center that is connected to the quality of unity. So let's talk about unity for a minute. Okay. Unity is the experience of oneness, of me, me, I, connected to everything around me and inside. People have these experiences to some degree, lesser or greater, at some points in their life. Some are blessed with having it more. And if you're quiet and you're walking on in nature, let's say by the ocean or in a park, uh, and you're around natural settings, you can then begin to taste this idea that everything is interconnected and I'm much bigger, I'm, I'm part of this whole natural uh, landscape. And at that point, there can be a transcendental experience where you feel, oh my God, no pun intended, that, you know, this is beautiful. I see, I experience, not just believe, 
this it's interconnectedness of all things. Let and, me ask you this for a second. Is that oneness and connection also include connection to divine energies? Well, yeah. Well, let's let's talk about divine energies. Everybody has their own take on what divine energies are. I like to define that in a very simple way. Okay. okay. What is it? What is divine energy? Divine energy is what I would call a special kind of energy that is connected to groundedness on everyday life at the same time something greater than yourself a transcendent experience a transcendent and eminent experience yes okay and that basically what i would call the divine is higher qualities of the soul and one of them just one of them is the quality of unity so yes i would say that each one of these qualities are considered in the old testament as spiritual and actually psycho-spiritual right and you know that's exactly what Yeshua taught uh, Jesus uh, his Aramaic name that I like to use is Yeshua and he taught that interconnection with the divine and just what you just said about going out in the nature and being there is so vastly important I feel because to shut out everything every every part of the world and be amongst the trees or the rocks or the boulders the water it is just amazing it in fact I just came back from Oceanside California uh, last night and two days ago I was out walking along the ocean there and I saw these uh, at that low tide these amazing designs that the ocean water had done itself in the sand as it receded and I had the very experience that you're just talking about so take us further thank you Okay. The, the way the conduit that Jesus used among other great leaders and spiritual fathers around the world was to be able to receive, mm-hmm. to have the quality of receptivity. In fact, all of these teachings are connected to what is called the mystical doctrines of the Kabbalah. Yep. There's, a, there's a lot of not great stuff out there on Kabbalah, and got to be careful. But the Kabbalah comes from the the Hebrew word lekabel, which means to receive. Uh-huh. So those those who can get more of these direct experiences, like Jesus, mm-hmm. uh, like Moses, who sat on Mount Sinai to deliver the Ten Commandments, were, were a receptacle, a channel for the divine. And what's most important is they were quiet. They were very quiet. So if you are walking on the ocean, whether it's an Oceanside or Atlantic City or any place in the whole wide world, and if you are quiet, that means you, the chatter in your head is not moving around. Exactly. You're just simply being. Then you have the possibility, any place, not just an ocean, but especially in a natural setting, to directly connect with the elements. Yes. And that was the experience of Abraham. Abraham was walking around in nature. And basically, he looked around and he said, "Wow, this is really it's in the it's in the Old Testament. This is inter not wow, but this is interconnected. It says everything is interconnected. So something must govern this." And he is the father of monotheism, as you know. Yes, well, I think as we experience that deeper reality deep inside, but as you said, it's it's not just within; it's also transcendent and above. To know that experience. <clears throat> I believe is one of the most challenging and beautiful experiences that humanity can have. What do you think? I would say I agree, but it's not so challenging as people think. Ah. It's, it's a relatively simple thing. You just have to commit 
to the tools that are hip and hidden from us in Western religion uh, that connect to meditation as we talked about last week. Thank you for saying that. I was uh, exactly on the same page, so tell us more about why it's not so challenging. It's not so challenging because there are, in modern-day science, in modern psychiatry, modern psychology, and in alternative medicine now, which I embrace, that there is more and more scientific research that says we have control over our autonomic nervous system, whereas one point we one point in medical literature would say that's not true. And part of part of that phenomenon is connected to our breathing. Right. As we discussed last week. And breathing in in Hebrew is called ruach, which means divine wind or spirit. Right. And the key to entering into this realm to a smaller to greater degree is to master concentrating on your breath and there's a variety of ways in all traditions with all different kinds of symbols to be able to become more concentrated. The Hebrew word, by the way, for that is kavana or kavun, which means kind of like uh, like an arrow. You are like become like an arrow that's looking for the target. Right. We've got about two minutes or so left of this segment, so keep going with what you're saying. I really like where you're headed. Well, Unity is just one of the hidden souls. Let's just go to another aspect. On the right side, again, we're picturing ourselves as a tree of life, and we're looking outward to the ocean or wherever. Let's say we're looking outward to the ocean. And on the right side of us, on the right side of our head, is connected to the higher quality of wisdom or intuition. And Jim, by the way, it's really interesting, and modern science knows that the right part of our brain is connected to intuition, and that is what is called wisdom in the Old Testament, um, and wisdom in general. And one other thing, the left side is connected to the quality of understanding. So the left side of the brain, left side of the head, uh, on the tree of life, is the quality of understanding, which is connected to verbal words and understanding analytic processes. The combination of those two qualities, which you can directly train and increase your power in your mind, means true knowledge. And that mean, and the word for that in Hebrew, and you probably know better than me in Aramaic, is da'at. Mm-hmm. And that is the hidden knowledge, by the way, the hidden parts of the tree of life. And you can't really get to there completely, according to these teachings, unless you embrace all the faces of the soul, which we're going to talk about. Okay. So actually... To understand wisdom in a deeper sense, we need to understand that it's not just part of the, of the brain, but it's, is it deeper than that in the sense that we have to learn to hear truth through our intuition? Yes. Wisdom is the center of it, according to these teachings, and in most teachings, and in science, is connected to the right side of the brain. However, right. the secret of all of this is, in every single quality is every single part of the body and every single aspect of ourselves external. In everything, in every cell, in every atom, in every flower, in every piece of grass, there is wisdom. Great. You know, we have to stop and take time for a break right now, Sheldon. So to all of you who are listening, we'll be right back with you in a couple of minutes. 
Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Jim Stacy is the author of 11 books, including his first title, Jesus Was Not a Christian, Healing the Shame and Fear from Man-Made Theology. That book is available on Amazon. The other 10 books, which are titled A Healing Spiritual Journey, are available as downloads on thedivineiswithinus.com. When you visit that site, you may also download his CDs and articles. And you can also find out more about where Jim will be speaking, spiritual retreats, and vision quests. Visit www.thedivineiswithinus.com today. When you learn to see things from a spiritual perspective, it changes the way you see virtually everything in your life. Listen for Dr. Paula Joyce and her program, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Our program will help you get rid of the negative aspects of your life and invite love, joy, and prosperity into your life. Turn that negative feeling into a positive one. Tune in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. You are listening to Beyond Religion, Your Life is Waiting. If you have a question or comment about our program, please send an email to thedivineiswithinus at gmail.com. Again, that's thedivineiswithinus at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Here again is Jim Stacy. Dr. Sheldon Kramer, I'm so delighted to have you with us again today. And you've just begun sharing with us the insights from the hidden faces of the soul, the tree of life. So without any further uh, noise from me, I'm going to say, go for it. Let's hear some more. Oh, Jim, you don't have any noise <laughs> at all. Uh, you, you, you embrace these teachings like we talked about. Okay. And once, once you get a taste of this, as you know, you can become very passionate about these ideas and more about the direct experience of these ideas, yeah. which is which is what Christ experienced. Exactly, exactly right. All right, so we're okay. So basically, we talked before the break about the upper branches uh, of the upper parts of the tree, mm-hmm. with unity being on top of the head. But we we just clarified that unity is not just on the head; it basically above the head, but it embraces all everything. All of these qualities are connected to everything. But the center is connected to the top of the head. But you can experience unity in any part of your body or any any part of nature. Okay. The right side of the head was connected to wisdom, the quality of intuition. Well, let's define a little bit more of that. What is intuition on a practical level? People say, I just have a hunch about something. I just have an aha experience. Um, most people really are in touch with their intuition. It's, it, it's, it's kind of said, a wives' tale is that women are more intuitive than men. That's not really correct. Men and women both have the intuitive aspects if you get out of your head. Exactly. Basically, intuition is an automatic thing, and it's a sense. You sense that something is right. You sense that something is not right for us. You sense that you need to stop. You sense you need to go. We use this all the time when we're driving a car. 
It's connected to our senses. It's connected to everything in our nervous system. So intuition is that quality of just experiencing what is right, what's wrong, my sense about things. And uh, people who are highly developed, like Jesus, and other people that are highly developed spiritually have a tremendous sense of tuning in to themselves and others. And that's why people say and people report, and in the Bibles it says that people have healing powers. And they, they do when, they're, when they are connected into these kind of sources. So that's intuition. We're also talking about understanding, which I can go into if you like. Let me say a couple things about that intuition first. It seems to me, uh, tell me if, if this is right or not, that the intuition, yes, it's present in everyone. But until we tune out all the noise from the visible world, we're not going to find it as we can later. Is that uh, right? I, we, we need to find ways, all of these faces, or if we're on a spiritual path, to quieting the mind down. Yes. Uh, and, and, and it, the paradox of this, Jim, as you know, you and I have talked about it off the radio, is that mainstream religion mainly feeds the head and yes. basically feeds the head in terms of just having faith in something greater. But what people don't know a lot is that these experiences in the Bible, you can have a direct experience of that's connected beyond a belief. It's rooted in the body, and that is where the action is in terms of what I would call true religion, no matter who, what persuasion you are. Yes. So go beyond belief with the tree of life. Take us further. Okay. So on the left side of the, of the, of the head uh, is the quality of understanding. It's connected to the left brain, which we know in modern science is connected to an, an analytic abilities. And all these things, by the way, and I do this as a neuropsychologist, can be actually measured. We can measure the functioning of how great your right and left brain are and uh, in a variety of different ways. On the left side uh, of, the, of this brain of ours, understanding. So that is any process of being able to understand with our rational mind um, what, what we're actually studying right now, the concepts, uh, concepts in general. When you're studying in high school and college, let's say math, algebra, trigonometry, it's the analytic aspects of us that understand this in a three-dimensional way. Einstein is a good example of having a tremendous both right and left brain. He could do all these formulas on the board, but he didn't get the, the law of relativity until he went to sleep and he started dreaming and he saw the images in a sensing sense of the law of relativity. And he got, aha, all these things that I am thinking about and having all these four formulas, EMC squared, is basically an experience he had right. of and, and through imagery, which is quite amazing, I it, think. <laughs> it certainly is. I love what you're saying. This challenge that we have to go deeper is always there. So take us deeper into the ten faces. Okay, so we basically talked about three faces. We, we talked about the quality of unity, the face of unity. We talked about the face of wisdom and the face of understanding. One more thing about these faces. We all know people in our life, most of us, who we want to consult with because they're wise. And the person who has wisdom, you can see through their eyes the quality of wisdom. And it's beyond rationality. And then there's other people who have that face of understanding, some professors of ours, 
and we, we look into their eyes and we see that quality of understanding. And there are others, if we're blessed enough to have this experience in life, have met people that totally embrace this quality of unity. And if you look into their eyes, you just by looking into their eyes, you can experience that higher quality of unity. Because they are in contact with the divine all the time. And that's probably what people experience in front of Jesus. Just the quality of looking into his eyes was the experience of the Father of God. Yes. So, okay, so the, so the fourth hidden face of the soul, and we're calling it hidden because the mystical aspects of this, the understanding of this in a mysterious way of being able to tune in to that experience are not very well known in, in modern day religion. Okay, so the right side, the, the upper branches of our body is connected to our arms and our shoulders and our, our fingers and all of that and part of our heart. The right side of the body connected to the right shoulder point, right arm, and we're looking out from that tree of life, and the right chambers of the heart are connected to the hidden face of, of love. Okay, and it's not in the middle of the heart, it's, it's on the right side. So what does that mean? The quality of loving kindness, the quality of generosity, and the quality of hospitality. And it's said in the Old Testament that God reached out with his right hand, his outstretched arm, to the Israelites. That whole thing is connected to the quality of love. So, And we, as we know... When we reach out to others in a very unconditional way or even in a less conditional way, but we have a loving impulse, you know, it fills us up in some ways. And we can deepen that quality uh, with the right tools. So that is another hidden face. So love is something that is a quality we have within us, but we need to get in touch with it. And then we need to express it. Am I right on that? Yes, they're all different kinds of love. Psychologists like me, clinical psychologists like me, always hear about, oh, a person's falling in love with somebody, they're, they're, they're attracted to somebody. Uh, most of the time we're falling in love, we're not really falling in true love. We're getting enamored by the person, the image of who we think that person is. We get an ideal image, and then we are so uh, attracted at a sexual level and the people call that love. No, that's not the hidden face of love. It has an, as, has an aspect of it. Tell me what true love is then. Well, uh, I can personally tell you what I think true love is, and I can tell you what it's connected to these teachings. Okay. Uh, I believe that true love, and it comes from the Kabbalah teachings, uh, is connected to the seeds of caring. Okay, and, and how it's connected to the tree of life teachings are that your beloved your woman in your life, your wife, uh, your spouse equivalent, as we call them out in California, is is you can they can be thousands of miles away, and you can just imagine them. And as soon as you think about them on top of your head in your brain, okay, all immediately you, because you know them and you know their weaknesses and strengths, you know their uniqueness. You then it travels down to your heart. And you feel the quality of the balance of love and strength, which we're going to talk about, where you start to have deep compassion, uh, uh, understanding through the heart, 
and you begin to start to feel the quality of love, generosity, and hospitality. But then it moves through the body down to the level of action where our legs hit our abdomens and when we walk. And then we want to do something in action to help out our beloved in a practical way that grounds that just the thought of that person, the thought of her, the thought of him with an open heart. And that action is really comes from the quality of caring. And people can do this and they can say they love somebody and they just are action oriented, but it's not often totally embodied love. And so the hidden face is complete embodied love, generosity, and hospitality. So if love starts within, and what I think you're saying is that we, once we understand that and realize that, it can't just start or stop there. When we choose to express love by doing something caring, compassionate, and giving to others, that is the more complete picture. Is that right? It is. And unfortunately, or unfortunately, most people do have no understanding of this. And I've struggled with this. We all have struggled with this. Um, that there are different levels of this hidden face of love. When you are in this unconditional loving state, not just because you want to get something back from the other person. Right. Because most people always want something in return. But if, in fact, you are in contact with that quality, it is a tremendous divine quality. And what I mean by divine, you ask me what is divine. There's this kind of certain expansive energetic quality in the body uh, that feels warm and embracing, and it's connected to you. It's connected to you, and you, the expression, the full expression of it to somebody else. And a lot of people, like Mother Teresa, have these energy towards everybody, uh, not just a specific person. So um, it's a much deeper quality than just I love you from a regular uh, everyday life kind of saying. I really appreciate how you're saying that because in the Aramaic, the inana rachma is that energy of committing ourselves to unconditional love. And I have found that when I have done that, and I've been learning much more about that in, in just the last two years, but when I expect nothing in return, there's something really deep and a, a deep quality about that kind of love that takes me far beyond just the... Uh, the level of expecting something back again. So before we get into that further, it's time for another break right now, Sheldon. So uh, to the audience, we'll catch up with you on the other side of two minutes. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. Ask Theo Live channels to a new reality. Following her near-death experience, world-renowned author and spiritual medium Sheila Gillette became the direct voice channel for Theo, a consortium of 12 archangels. Through this unique channel, Sheila and co-host Marcus Gillette present you with an opportunity to speak directly with Theo live on air on any topic you wish to discuss, including receiving authentic messages from deceased loved ones and angelic guides. Get the answer you need by tuning in to Ask Theo Live, channels to a new reality, Tuesday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on 7th Wave Network. 
Jim Stacy's first book, Liberating Jesus from Christianity, Healing from the Fear and Shame of Religious Dogma, is available on Amazon.com. Discover what the church has been hiding for over 1,700 years. Find out why people carry the wounds of guilt and shame instead of the power of loving and being loved. Discover that you are a part of the divine. Learn about the kingdom of heaven within you and find out why history has been twisted by those who slaughtered tens of thousands of innocent people. See why the real Jesus never said the words hell or sin. Liberating Jesus from Christianity. Available right now on Amazon.com. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Beyond Religion, Your Life is Waiting. If you have a question or comment about our program, please send an email to the divine is within us at gmail.com. Again, that's the divine is within us at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Here again is Jim Stacy. So let's go further, Dr. Kramer, with this idea of unconditional love and then on to whatever pathway you want to walk today. Okay, so okay, so the fourth quality, there are ten faces of the hidden soul. The fourth quality is the quality of love, hospitality, and generosity. Now, one thing I didn't say, and there are prayers, by the way, connected to this that we can do every day through meditation, which maybe we can get into next week. Okay. But basically, um, the unconditional love and generosity is, is really needs to be directed at us. Uh-huh. Okay. In other words, in other words, if we're not loving, caring, self-caring, um, uh, hospitable, and generous with ourselves, not in a self-centered way, but just being able to be caring about ourselves. Let me give you an example of that. I'm so busy helping others. I have I have a beautiful, new, relatively new place where I'm living, and I went into one of my favorite uh, stores. Uh, supermarket, and they had all these orchids, beautiful colors of orchids. So I'm okay with giving them to my beloved. (laughs) I decided I'm going to give it to me. (laughs) So I I am looking at one now, a beautiful purple flower, and it's an orchid. And so, and that takes care, I'm looking at it during our show, and I'm going, wow, it's beautiful, but I had to make a choice to get that for me. That's right. I like that. Tell, tell me more about that, how you felt and why that was good. If we take care of ourselves in a balanced way, we have more energy to care for others. Okay, as a healthcare professional like me, and I work, I work at a hospital with people that are very sick besides my own uh, private practice with a wide range of people, is that we need to be able to self-care. But here's the secret of the tree of life. The left side of the body, the upper branches, are connected to the left shoulder point, left arm, left hand, and left chambers of the heart. Once again, we're imaging a tree uh, looking out at the ocean, let's say, and the left side of us is connected to the quality on the upper branches of strength. Okay, in Hebrew, the word is kovora, okay, which is connected to the quality of, of strength 
actually it means God is my strength. And what it really means from a mystical standpoint from these teachings are the quality at an, at a, an emotional level of discernment. When I need to speak, all of these qualities of love and strength are connected to speech. So when do we talk? When do we not talk? Because some people, you can just give and give and give to them, but guess what? They feel smothered by your love. They're not receptive to the to caring. So the wise person understands that each person in relationship with someone else, for example, needs to discern at the level of emotions when to give and when not to give, and also when to give when we can't give because we need to be able to give to ourselves. That's the quality of strength which is connected to judgment but not judgmentalness it's really the higher quality of discernment at yeah. the emotional level again you what you're saying is connected so deeply to what Yeshua taught as what is called the greatest commandment where he said love the divine with every part of your energies and then he said love your neighbors in the same way with the same energy or qualities that you love yourself and love your enemies. So that is all connected. I love how the the mystical elements of, of spiritual practices, from whatever background or tradition, they are connected on some level. In every single tradition, yes, they have this wisdom. And what's really amazing about uh, people that are they grew up Christian is that um, Jesus. These are teachers teaching, in my opinion. These are the true teachings of Jesus. Yes. They're, they're hidden teachings. Um, and, and Christ understood about this very well. Uh, and he, he was connected to the Old Testament. Yeah. Um, he was a rabbi. And so uh, clearly, I think part of what you're saying is true about what he's saying about loving yourself. But in order to love yourself, you need to discern how much you're going to give to others. Yes. Otherwise, in modern day terms, you get burned out. Okay, and if you get burned out, you're no good to anybody, including yourself. That's exactly right. I've been, in fact, I've been experiencing some of that just lately with taking care of my sweetie, and you know about this. But as Marie is working on overcoming some health issues, I've had to be very careful to take care of myself, make sure I get rested, and that just helps me to love her more completely. And that's a very practical way of, of applying what you're just saying. Oh, yes, Jim. The research has basically said, and you have to watch out for this, we all do, is that people in a caregiving role, and I've been there myself and know this personally, is that, um, especially with somebody you love, the people that end up caregiving get sick, sometimes even before the person gets sick in yeah. an acute way, even sometimes more than the illness of the of the uh, of one the who needs care. <laughs> yeah, yes. and there's and there's actually a lot of research going on in dementia right now, where they're actually doing research on caregivers and hooking them up to autonomic nervous system devices to actually prove that. And it's more and more is coming out on that because the main treatment of major illnesses is not from the doctor, but is from loved ones. So why do you think most humans have missed? The idea, or not understood the idea, or the the energies and reality of self-love. I think one reason is uh, I just had this conversation with somebody. Um, um, I just had this conversation with a patient of mine. It says, "Well, 
religion really says, you know, I'm really giving all the time. And, and meanwhile, her, her daughter uh, is suffering because she never puts limits in her older daughter, adult daughter, doesn't put limits on her. Right. And that's to the left side of the tree, which is connected to the quality of emotional strength. It has to do with boundaries. In this world, there are boundaries. And, it, and if you don't know them, you're going to get woken up one day, if not sooner than later, you know, just by a car accident, by, by overdoing it. I just had a patient in the hospital that was 45 years old, um, 50, 55 and he had a major myocardial infarction, and he was healthy as can be. But he worked 18 hours nonstop almost every day of his life. There's other things going on with him. And then when he got fatigued, he, he just didn't tune into that and he continued to work. Well, if you're on one side too much of the tree of life, if you're giving and giving out and you're not restraining and putting boundaries, just like a right a tree that is all the way bent over to the right, we can see them around us. If it's severely to the right, guess what happens to trees? The uh-huh. branches actually break. Yes. I really appreciate how you're saying that. And I just may want to add a personal note again here, not to promote myself, but to help maybe, uh, the audience understand, because all of us know that boundaries are very important. In my own experience, I grew up without boundaries because of the way I was treated and the uh, old patterns of, of the church and the abuse I experienced, all that. But I had no boundaries. I did some workshops a few years ago, and this uh, you know, facilitator was talking about practical ways of setting boundaries. And I said, what in the world are they talking about? But it wasn't until I learned that I could set my boundaries that I learned, began to learn more of who I truly am. I, I totally agree with that, and in terms of why people haven't gotten this, I just told you that basically the church and the synagogue and the mosque yes. often teach that we need to love all the time, um, and people misinterpret this because if you can't create boundaries in your love towards yourself and others, then you will you will pay for it uh, in very, very uh, severe ways uh, yes. that can manifest inside of you or around people that you care about. Yes. Okay, we've got a, to a couple of minutes left in this segment, so take us to the next step. Okay, so that we have now the fourth and fifth quality, love and strength. Now, the secrets of these teachings, Jim, is that we want to integrate the right and left sides of us, the giving and the receiving. So we want to integrate at an emotional level the, the, the unconditional love, hospitality, and generosity with, with good judgment, with strength, discernment. And integrating those qualities, and there are tools to be able to do this, it was written in my book, and we can talk about it next week, is that with the integration of love and strength, or love and will, culminates literally in the center of the heart, where Jesus taught from, and the qualities connected to that, in the, in the early Hebrew, and you probably know what it is in the Aramaic, is the quality of harmony, beauty, being in full range of all of our positive and negative emotions, compassion, patience, forgiveness, and many more of these qualities, which is, and that heart quality, that centered heart quality between love and strength, it's not love just from the center of the heart. It's all these qualities blending together in a beautiful mix, and then there is somebody who's truly open-heartedness. 
That doesn't mean that at times you can't go and juggle the right side of unconditional love or juggle it on the left side with strength. But the integration of those two qualities, which is a hidden hidden idea, is culminated in the heart. The integration of right and left. I'm looking at an image right before me, the one that came from materials you sent me, and I'm uh, wondering about something. We talk about unity and then wisdom, understanding, love, and, and strength, discernment. In the middle of your diagram is another circle. It's not on your list of ten faces, but it's called knowledge. Is that knowledge have anything to do with integration? Absolutely. In fact, in the Old Testament, there you know the tale of Genesis is that there's a tree of life and a tree of knowledge. Mm-hmm. Okay, and now what does that really mean on a practical level and with these teachings in everyday life? You can only have what I would call true knowledge, or these teachings have true knowledge, if you completely embrace all of these qualities. Yeah. Then you can get a inspiration of true knowledge, which, by the way, is an experience. It's not. It's not like a logical thing. It's an experience of true knowledge. Um, and so, when you look at an integrated person, or a highly developed spiritual person, or a teacher, or a rabbi, or someone who's completely in contact with the Holy Spirit, you will see this look inside their eyes. Of all of these qualities blended into one, we haven't talked about all of them, and one of and they have many faces simultaneously, and then they have what's called um, ancient. It's called the ancient faces of days. Mm-hmm. Okay, and the ancient face, the ancient wisdom faces in the eyes. The it's they also call it by long face, and that is the quality of knowledge embraced when you're juggling all of these energy intelligences and qualities of the soul. Sheldon, right now we have to take time for another break, so hold that thought with us, and we're going to be right back after a couple minutes, and we'll continue. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. In the spirit of Have Couch Will Travel, Dr. Carol Lieberman creates a haven of sanity in an increasingly insane world. Each day we are bombarded with news of events that have never crossed our wildest nightmares. Society is spiraling out of control, and everyone is reeling from it. But now there's an answer. The best way to keep sane in this insane world is to tune in to Dr. Carol's Couch on Voice America. Dr. Carol, a certified media psychiatrist, will broadcast live from her Beverly Hills office every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time. Call or log in and get help with whatever is sending you reeling whenever you need a soothing voice to calm and advise you. That's Dr. Carol's Couch every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Jim Stacy is the author of 11 books, including his first title, Jesus Was Not a Christian, Healing the Shame and Fear from Man-Made Theology. That book is available on Amazon. The other 10 books, which are titled A Healing Spiritual Journey, are available as downloads on thedivineiswithinus.com. When you visit that site, you may also download his CDs and articles, and you can also find out more about where Jim will be speaking, spiritual retreats, and vision quests. Visit www.thedivineiswithinus.com today. 
out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. You are listening to Beyond Religion, Your Life is Waiting. If you have a question or comment about our program, please send an email to the divine is within us at gmail.com. Again, that's the divine is within us at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Here again is Jim Stacy. Dr. Kramer, thank you again so much for the wisdom, the insight you're sharing today. We have just a few minutes left today, but before we go further, please tell everyone that might be interested in knowing more, uh, finding out more about your book, uh, the, the qualities of life, anything with it we're talking about today, tell them how to get a hold of you. Uh, well, you can contact me by my e- professional email, which is skramer, S-K-R-A-Apple-M-Mark-E-R-P-H-D at AOL.com. You That's can also... S. Kramer at AOL.com. No, S. Kramer, Ph.D. I'm sorry, okay. S. Kramer, Ph.D. at AOL.com. Great. What else? And the other one is they could, they could call me and leave a message, and they could, they could call me at 619-291-4465. Okay, great. Well, I have a lot of questions, and I will be asking those uh, when the, the right time is, but... I'm really learning more as you're talking, and this is helpful to me, uh, mostly because it, it connects me, it gives more validation for you know, the Aramaic teachings that I know. So without going any further to that, in the time we have left, tell us a little bit more of a, of a summary and an appraisal of what we've talked about so far, unity, wisdom, understanding, love, strength, discernment, and the knowledge. Okay, what we've been talking about is there are ten hidden faces of the soul that people really don't know in most Western religions or in any religion around the world. And that basically I can summarize what we talked by a quote from the New Testament uh, from Philippians, and it says this, Make my joy complete by being of the same mind, maintaining the same love, united in spirit, intent on one purpose. And... That's what we've been talking about today. Can we embrace these qualities, which the quality of unity, wisdom, understanding, strength, uh, which has to do with discernment and compassion, and there are more. Can we embrace all of those? And when we embrace all of these qualities at an experiential level that's congruent with all parts of the mind, the heart, and the body and our actions, then we can be united in that one spirit. And, and what's really amazing about these teachings, which inspire me to really go into them, is that once you are embracing these qualities and understand it and study it, but more than anything else, learn the meditation tools, which we'll talk about to some degree next week, you can begin to experience these things, and then reading the scriptures or anything else will make a lot more sense to you. So connecting everything taking it from the externals and bringing it deep inside. This is something that I, again, become more and more aware of. I am totally intent on learning as much as I can and and practicing it. Is What would you say to the audience? What would be the first step or two or three into going into a deeper practice of knowing, understanding these issues? 
Well, we talked about this last week, and I'll just leave leave it with it's the beginning step of all of this. It's finding a practice to to quiet your mind. Okay, and one of the, the tools that is in most practices, uh, wisdom teachings, whether it's Old Testament, New Testament, and there are New Testament mysticism, by the way. There are Christian Kabbalah and Christian mystics. Yes. That, that basically it begins with ruach, the hidden wind, the breath inside of us. And if we can tune into our breathing, and I'll teach about this next week, mainly inhaling, exhale through the breathing, and there's techniques to be able to center yourself. But just to be in contact with the breath is the beginning to, to quiet down the mind and body. And as you can begin to do that, and it's all over the Internet, basically how to work with the breath, that you, no matter how you do it, you then can start to embrace these qualities in unique ways that I'm willing to share with everybody next week. Great. I hope that everyone who is listening has caught, caught, that's not the right word, (laughs) has caught a glimpse of just how much more might be possible for each and every person on their own spiritual journey. But Sheldon, we have just a minute or so left. Uh, Take a few seconds and why would you summarize what you would most want people to know from today? Okay, I'm going to quote from Rabbi Nachman at Bretzlav on what he called truth and face. No matter what his level, each individual has a desire to reach a higher level. It is through this yearning that his soul is formed. But in order for his soul to come from potential to actual existence, he must express his yearning and longing in words. This is by which he will make his desire into a reality and accomplish what he wants. Tell me just this in the few seconds we have left. How do you practice all of these things yourself? What's really meaningful for you? Got about 30 seconds. Almost every day I do uh, meditations on all the faces of the tree through word and through embodying these qualities. And I'm willing to share that next week with you. Okay. And just for the audience, for your information, in just a few weeks, uh, about the middle of March, I have just booked another guest, the one of the world's leading Aramaic scholars, Dr. Neil Douglas Klotz, who's going to be a guest on the show. He'll be talking about some of these same things from the mystical Aramaic uh, view as well. So, uh, Sheldon, this fits right in. I'm so delighted that we can do this. And for all of you who are listening in, we're going to take uh, you further next time to the final parts of this tree of life, the, the ten faces of the soul, and make this as practical and applicable to you as we can. As we talk more about meditation, quieting the mind, and the issues that are so vital to connecting to our intuition deep inside. And that's about all the time we have for today. So we're going to catch up with you next time. May you have a great week of learning more deep inside yourself. Thank you for tuning into the program today. Please join Jim Stacy for another edition of Beyond Religion. Your life is waiting next Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. This week, let the divine work for you and with you. You're bound to experience a new life. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. 
The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.